Welcome to the Focus on Customer Service podcast, presented by Social Media Today, where we talk to brands you know and love who are laser-focused on using social media to deliver amazing customer experiences. And now, here are your co-hosts, Dan Gingas and Dan Moriarty. Hi, guys, and welcome back to episode 22 of the Focus on Customer Service podcast, hashtag F-O-C-S. It's Dan Moriarty, joined, as always, by my co-host, Dan Gingas. Dan, how are you today? I'm doing awesome tonight, Dan, because I've been looking forward to this episode for a while because I met our guest at a conference a few months ago, actually, now. It was the Spark Central Summit, and Rob and I met there, and I was so excited to meet somebody from uh, Southwest Airlines, which does such a great job on social media. So I begged him to come on, and uh, he immediately said yes, but it's taken us this long to schedule. So this has been one I've been really waiting for. Well, thank you so much, Dan, and to other Dan, great to meet you, too. Great to meet you, too, Rob. Thanks for coming on. Well, thank you. We'll give you a formal uh, introduction. Rob Hahn is the assistant manager of the social care team for Southwest Airlines, and you can find him on Twitter at Rob Hahn Jr. Rob, tell us a little bit about yourself and your background and how you got to Southwest. Sure. So I always laugh. Southwest Airlines was my first, I call it my big boy job out of college, so I joined Southwest back in 2002, right after 9-11. So it was a very interesting time in the airline industry to be joining an airline. And I was very lucky to join the team with so many other airlines laying off employees. Um, Southwest was hiring. So it's been um, a great journey. Just celebrated 13 years back on December 2nd. My time here has been all within our customer relations department, so working in different areas of the department, all focused on serving our customers. So it's been so exciting to be able to jump on the adventure of serving our customers over social media. So that's been a really, really exciting journey so far. So that's where I am at right now. Awesome, Robin. That's immediately where we want to go, which is maybe if you could talk a bit about your role day to day, how you work with social customer care, the team, what the structure looks like. Give uh, the listeners a sense of how Southwest makes the magic happen. Sure. Let me give you just a real quick little background of social media at Southwest Airlines. So we launched social media. Our first dive into social media was back in 2006 with our corporate blog, which is nuts about Southwest. That was our first jump into social media. By 2007, 2008, that's when we joined Facebook and Twitter. Also, we joined YouTube. Um, about that time, that's when social really started to pick up. Our customers were joining um, these social channels, our fans, um, and they really started navigating to our pages. What we saw over time was they started airing questions, also complaints about their travel experience. So our marketing communications team did an awesome job assisting those customers, but they were still having to come to customer relations to get all the details to help these customers. So just starting up where our team began was back in 2011, we partnered with marketing communications, decided, hey, let's start a social care team because our team has all the tools to serve these customers. Let's start a team within that group to serve these customers. So we actually started back in 2011 serving customers online. It was pretty much a part-time, normal eight to five business hours, Monday through Friday. So fast forward a couple of years we're now here in 2015, and we've grown tremendously. We're now working seven days a week. Right now, 5 a.m. to midnight, growing to 24 hours um, in 2016. And I, I laugh because back in 2014, beginning of the year, we had four representatives managing all this. Now we have 32 representatives and three leaders. So 2015 has been an amazing year for us to experience all that growth. So that's pretty much where we're at right now. 
And Rob, with all that growth, tell us where you are in terms of rough quantity of cases that you're seeing. And also, can you tell us a little bit about what your response time goals are? So right now, um, I ran a few figures. We're seeing, like looking at November, we see about 1,900 to 2,000 posts a day, and those are direct mentions to Southwest Airlines. One of the big things we've done with building our staff is that's what we're working on is our response time. So we definitely want to have a response time that's in line with industry standard. We've looked at different studies. One Harvard Business Review study that we looked at was 72% of customers expect a response to a complaint within an hour on Twitter. So we definitely want to get back to our customers sooner than that. So we're looking at it could be a 10 to 15 minute range. Ideally, I think everybody's dream would be less than a minute to get back to customers. So that's one thing we're doing is looking at how do we need to staff our team to get to those quick response times? Because that's where our customers, they're in the moment dealing with a situation. They want that answer as soon as possible. So that's that's definitely what we're working to is um, as fast as possible. Yeah, I think that's really unique about the airline industry in particular is that there is an expectation of a much faster response time because somebody's standing in the airport and they need help right now and they can't wait. And exactly. So definitely a challenge. I want to also ask you, I mean, Southwest has a longstanding reputation of being kind of a different sort of company and different sort of airline, in particular with its personality, the friendliness of the flight attendants, et cetera. Tell me how you guys recreate that in social media, uh, given that you're not face-to-face and it's in print. Yeah, it's funny. We're actually working on, we have, we've been working with our communications and marketing team to basically develop what is our online voice just for all of social, but focusing on social care. We experienced when we went from three representatives to 32, we have a very diverse team. Everybody has their own individual voice. So we want to look at what does the Southwest voice look at? So we're taking items from our new branding, just our philosophies and studying that and determining what do we want our online voice to be to match our brand and to match our philosophy of providing excellent customer service. So we we actually have training classes we're working on right now with our entire team. As new team members join the team, we put them through that class um, so we can have that one unified voice online. And Rob, I'm glad you said that because that's exactly what I was going to ask, which is how do you go about taking all of these agents and training them on what the single voice is? So can you go a bit deeper into what the training program looks like? And is it like a one-off training or is there kind of constant coaching that goes into making sure that they're being on brand? Yeah, it's part of, so we do have an initial class that we go through, and it's actually, um, we're building more of a recipe of how we engage with our customers, how we speak to our customers. So it's more of, you know, you're welcoming the customer, finding out what their problem is, researching their problem, and then giving them a resolution. So we walk through all those steps. We also look at just the tone because with customer service, you know, you could be interacting with somebody that just lost a loved one or they missed a certain special event because their flight was delayed. So we look at also the tone and how we should be approaching those different situations on a case-by-case basis. Is that all of the training that you put them through before they go live on the desk? Or is, there, is that one part so of it? So that's just a piece of it. What we've been doing is we've been hiring from within our customer relations department. We found so many great perks from doing that because – these folks have already been trained on our policies, so they know our policies in and out. They've been trained either corresponding with customers over the telephone or via email, so they already know how to talk to our customers. Now it's just layering on training them how to use our social tools and then how our social voice reads online. 
that's one thing I share with others is we've had a lot of success with bringing in folks that have already worked within our customer relations department. And so, Rob, what's your roughly what's your time from taking a member of staff from your customer success department and then getting them live as Southwest on social? Oh, it's a matter of our training program is about two full weeks in classroom training. But within that first week, they're online, of course, with some quality checks and we're watching them as they post those um, items. But they're online as fast as we can get them on there. And are they fully dedicated to social media or are they cross-trained on other channels? Yes. Right now we're putting our focus on fully dedicated to social. Okay. Very interesting. So given that you're already a big company that is clearly committed to social care, you're not, a lot of smaller companies, part of the challenge is convincing management that, you know, social care is an investment that we want to make. You're clearly well past that. Right. I'm also assuming that you still have to deliver certain ROI to your bosses, and they may or may not understand what the ROI is in this kind of a channel. So how do you talk about success in the channel? What kind of numbers do you look at in order to gauge success? So what we focus on right now, um, our big push is looking at that first response time. We call it time to agent response. So that's our big focus and um, gauging what the customer's reaction is to that. So we're always looking to see, do customers say, wow, that was a fast response. Thank you for getting back to me. So we measure that. We also look at um, our conversation handle time. How long does it take to resolve the entire situation for the customer? So we look at that. And um, another point we look at is the quality. We review our responses um, routinely to see, are we getting the customer a quality response? Are we solving their situation? So all of those kind of roll up into our KPIs, other things we measure, but that's um, our main focus right now. And right now, our senior leaders are, we're kind of at this discovery phase. I mean, we've been working all through 2015 to staff our team. Now we're showing what that fully staffed team can do. Rob, I'm also interested in how your loyalty program interacts with social. Have you thought about integrating it in any way in terms of rewarding people you know, for doing certain things on social, or is it the subject of a lot of questions that you get? And so people have to be knowledgeable, not just in you know, flights being delayed, but also in miles being awarded and that sort of thing. Right. That's another great thing about our department. So our department is the Customer Relations and Rapid Rewards Department. So we are fully trained on our frequent flyer program, so we can answer all questions there and assist our frequent flyers. We also, with Within our system, do look at if our customer is a frequent flyer, if they have a Rapid Rewards account. We also have the option for our Rapid Rewards members to add their Twitter handle to their frequent flyer account. So um, we are collecting that data and looking at how we can use and engage further with those customers because they are, those are frequent flyers. We want to engage with all of our customers, of course, but our frequent flyers are ones that give us great feedback on how we can improve our services and serve them. So right now you are asking customers to submit their Twitter handle, for example, in a profile. Right. We do have that option. At the moment, we're still building the strategy around that, but we do have that option for our customers. And within our tool here in our social care team, we can note um, that that customer is a a Rapid Awards member, so we can have that information um, on that customer. So then you guys collect it as well. It right. can come either from the customer or it can come from an interaction. Right, exactly. And just curious, how many people decide to do that? Is it pretty natural? I'm filling out my name and address anyway. I might as well add my Twitter handle. Or Yes, I think it's pretty natural. I think with the way 
customers have navigated to social media. It's just kind of one of the, just like putting your phone number in, um, adding your, also adding your social handle. And Rob, this is uh, obviously talking my language, combining loyalty programs with, with Twitter handles. I know you said you're still kind of fleshing out the strategy there. Right. But if you could talk maybe through either some real use cases or some potential use cases that you guys are thinking that that connection is going to enable. I really, at this point, can't really speak to that. We haven't flushed that out yet, so don't have anything for you just yet on that. But hopefully soon we can share something up, a little bit more details more, on that. Is it more of a feeling that you guys know you need to do this and you'll figure out exactly what it means in, in the longer run? Yeah, I think that's more. I won't speak on my marketing team's behalf, <laughs> but um, it's more something we know we need to do and just collect that information. Because, you know, as times change, customers may prefer that we contact them via social versus an email channel or a phone channel. So we want to do this to see what our customers' preference is too. That's almost a uh, potential use case there, right? Tweet alerts of flight delays versus text message or applications. There's so many possibilities. So that's um, what's exciting about that. (laughs) And Rob, I wanted to push on something you said earlier. You mentioned it a couple of times, the importance of speed in in your KPIs. And and I think you had a section earlier where you said you really focus on doing things as fast as possible. I was wondering if you could share any specifics of, you know, what have you taken out or added into workflows and, and processes that you really think has helped you kind of ramp that speed up for your agents? So we have developed, we call a triage team. So we have one team that reviews the inbound posts. They apply what we call a classification tag. So whether it's a complaint or a question, what is that complaint or question about? Is it about baggage or frequent flyer program? They will review the post then move it over to what we call a responder to where that agent is strictly in the queues responding to customers. So we found that's been very beneficial because, as you know, there's a lot of chatter out there about different brands. So um, finding those actionable posts, that's really helped us chop down our first response time. So actually adding in that, that triage layer has fed you guys up. From right, right. Why do you think that is? I think it is because... <clears throat> You can imagine with an airline, all the mentions out there, we get article mentions, news articles, items that just aren't non-actionable. So as a representative, if I'm having to go through those, some of them I have to close because they aren't actionable. And then I get to ones that are actionable. That kind of slows you down. If you're in the mode of all I have in front of me is items that need to be responded to, you can work a lot faster that way. So we found a success with that. And are you training the triages separately from the responders, or is it do people kind of take that? Yes, it, um, it's a new thing we've been testing on our team, but we have we do have a separate training. It's a little less involved because they're basically looking at the message and determining does that need a response or is it something that's non-actionable. Now, Rob, you mentioned earlier working with the marketing department, and I noticed that Southwest uses a single handle for both marketing and customer service. And we've had a lot of different brands on this podcast, and that seems to be one of the most divisive questions, and and people seem to fall pretty hard on one side or the other. Can you tell me about how you guys decided on a single handle and what that means for your relationship with the marketing department? Yes, it's funny you asked that. Back in 2011, when we started our social care team, we actually had individual Twitter handles. So there was a Southwest Rob. We have different team members, their name attached to Southwest. So we used that all the way up until 2014. It's when we really started growing our team. We realized 
that wasn't very effective having the different names because once you grow your team to say 30, 60 people, that'd be too much. We also explored the, I know some customer service based companies use, it could have been Southwest Assist or like a customer service handle. But we made the decision to use just one handle. We wanted, talking about our brand and voice, we wanted everything to mirror our brand and voice. So whether it's a customer service interaction or a marketing post or a communication styled post, we wanted that all to come from our Southwest handle. So that's how we've, we kind of made that determination to go with just one handle. And that's why we work with, we have a calendar. We schedule posts out with our marketing and communications team. So we're all, we're all on board. We have weekly meetings on what content is going to be published from the handle. So we're all in tune of what's coming from the handle since we all have a hand in responding from our main handle. Do you have any issues that come up internally with ownership and who's responding to whom and what if it's not a service question, but it's more of a community engagement thing or who's liking and favoriting and retweeting? Any of those questions come up? We've been really good at defining pretty much what our roles are. So our communications team, they handle a lot of the liking, the different PR type content, social care. We know that we're strictly going to be the customer service type items and then marketing knows their role. One thing I didn't get to mention earlier is that in 2014, when we started this expansion, pretty much our whole company, we reviewed what we want social to look like at Southwest and we have developed what's called a social business structure. It's a hub structure. So we basically have a social business team which with several departments that are dotted lines into that team. So my team, the social care team, we're a dotted line into that social business hub. Communications also has a dotted line and marketing has a dotted line into the social business hub. So that's been um, such a great way to set social business kind of guides our strategy and helps us determine what we want our strategy to look like for the different spokes. And then we go out there and make sure that strategy happens and enact that. So that's another great thing that we found a success is having that hub structure to kind of help drive social media at Southwest Airlines. Rob, that makes a ton of sense. I think the one the one thing that jumps out to me is you said there's dotted lines for social customer care, there's dotted lines for marketing, dotted lines for comms. Right. Is there any connection at all into your operations teams that the guys – flying the planes, turn them around. So we do have, so we have what's called our NOC, which are, is our network operations control. Um, our social care team, we actually have a desk in that center. Um, so we're able to provide live updates to our network operations team members, and, and they also give us updates. So we've had so many success stories of working down there and having a hands-on with the operation. We were excited that we were one of the first airlines to have the customer voice within that operations group. So we've had, that's just another great success we've had with working um, with their teams. It's a very senior group, so they were very, it was awesome to see how quick they um, took onto our team and saw the value and how much of a resource we can we can be to them um, with what customers are saying when they're out there traveling. Can you share a specific example? You said you've got like a bunch of stories of, of that. Yeah, this is kind of funny. We actually had a customer at one time. They were on a delayed flight. They were going to miss their connection. And they tweeted us saying, hey, is there anything you can do? Can you hold the flight for me? I'm going to miss our connection. I'll even bake you a pie. 
So our representative went to one of our dispatchers to kind of ask, say, hey, is this something we can do to help this customer out? What does her connecting flight look like? And it was a flight that we were actually able to hold a few minutes, and this customer was able to make their flight. So that was just such a great experience how we could work with our um, dispatchers help this customer out, and this was all done via social media. The neat thing about it, she actually did send us a pie. So a couple weeks later, we got a thank you note from the customer, and she sent us um, a nice, I think it was a chocolate pie she sent us to share with the team. So that's just one of the many success stories we've had with having a representative down in our network operations control. So mental note, if you can cook food (laughs) and are willing to send it, you might get service a little bit faster. Exactly. Now, we can't always do that, but this happened to be a situation where we were able to get that worked out and get that fixed. We are talking with Rob Hahn, who is the assistant manager of the social care team for Southwest Airlines. And Rob, we want to finish with our question that we love to ask all of our guests, which is what advice you would give to an organization starting up in social care? Or alternately, if you could give yourself advice going back in time, knowing what you know now, what would that advice be? I would think just for everybody out there that's starting new, don't rush it. Um, I know a lot of times when you're getting headcount and your your senior leaders, you've asked for headcount and you're rushing everything set up. Take an easy pace. Know that it is going to take time to get everything settled, get everything set. Um, I know when we started back in 2014, it's like, okay, let's get this going. But we learn, you know, there's training involved with your representatives, working out knowing that that'll take time and along the way there's so many things you're going to discover that's one big thing so take your time one thing that has been great for us is benchmarking talking with other companies that's been the greatest thing ever because i even though social media has been around a while i think we're all on the customer service side we're still pretty new at this and still figuring things out so benchmarking with other companies visiting folks within the same industry and that's a really big help too Those are two big things um, that we've had along the way that have been so helpful. Also, getting buy-in, your senior leaders, that's definitely what you have to have to grow, but also partnering with other departments within the company. What I just mentioned about us partnering with communications and marketing, also our network operations control, that just helps your business so much. Getting their buy-in, getting them help you just with the different things you work through, that's been such a success also. Great advice from Rob Hahn of Southwest Airlines. You guys are doing a fantastic job, so keep up the great work. And thank you so much for the time and for being with us on the podcast. No problem. This has been great. Love to talk about our customers. It's a great industry we're in. All right. Well, thank you, and thanks to our listeners for joining us. As usual, if you would like to see your favorite brand appear on our podcast, please tweet at either me or Dan Moriarty and use the hashtag FOCS, which stands for Focus on Customer Service, and we will reach out to that brand and beg them to come on the podcast and uh, hopefully not have to wait as long as we did for Southwest. But it was well worth it. A great episode tonight. Thanks so much for joining us, and we will see you next time on the Focus on Customer Service podcast. Thanks for listening to the Focus on Customer Service podcast presented by Social Media Today. Be sure to tweet your thoughts and nominations for other brands to be featured using hashtag FOCS and follow Dan and Dan on Twitter at DGingas and at I am Dan Moriarty. See you next time.